Let's get started. Bottom of the Smash Mountain, Season 1, Episode 25, Kettle Corn. Let's get to the podcast. Welcome back into Bottom of the Smash Mountain podcasting things. I'm in a rush today, so I don't have much time to talk about how awesome this interview is, but let me just take a second to talk about how awesome this interview is. We got Mike from Alston Melee, a.k.a. Cave Lemon, a.k.a. the best of Alston Melee, or at least that's what we might or may, may or may not find out. Excuse me for tripping over my words. I don't have time to re-record this. Let's get to that interview. Why is it so quiet? Oh, right, transition. Here we are, bottom of the Smash Mountain, and today I'm so happy to be joined by Michael Cave Lemon Allen. Mike, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic on a Monday of all days. Doing great. It's the miracle of all miracles. Today was a busy day for me, but I'm so happy to be talking to you. It's a long time coming. You may be the last, but you are certainly not the least. We, we might actually get into that later just because you are the, the one who's going to put the nail in the coffin, if you will. The Excellent. one who's going to sign off for Austin Melee. It's been a wild journey, but I'm so happy that you were able to come on and make it the quadfecta. Let me tell you, Jesse, you saved uh, the best for last, I think. Let's uh, go. Yeah, absolutely. If, if there was a fan vote, I believe that I would probably be the most popular and handsome member of Austin Melee. 100%. We're mm-hmm. going to we're gonna get into that as well, because there were some very snacky pictures, if you will, posted onto the timeline today that I was Oh, you saw? You oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get into that so that's that can be a tease right stick around listeners you will Please. get to hear about that but first i wanted to start off with your origin story so if you wanted to go straight to the part where melee came into it or from the very beginning however you want to tell me Absolutely. the story of cave lemon so uh i'm gonna paint you a, a kind of like a, a mind uh, a mind painting real quick if you will kind of close your eyes suck in some some fresh fresh air and uh just follow me along on this journey. That is uh, my uh, introduction to Super Smash Bros. Melee for the Nintendo GameCube. Uh, I was actually born on Nantucket Island in uh, Massachusetts, a very, very small uh, community. My high school class was like 96 people, uh, which might not be super small for a lot of people, but I know for certain that it's small to a bunch of uh, urban area uh, school people or whatever the fuck. Um, and I, my first experience with Melee was my best friend Robbie had a GameCube, and I did not. Uh, I was one of the kids who wasn't like huge into video games because their parent, my parents weren't weren't huge into letting me play video games until I was a little older. Um, so my friend Robbie was somebody I would go to, and he'd be like, "Smash Brothers!" I'd be like, "Fuck yeah, Smash Brothers!" And we played. That was my first time playing Melee, and even then, I knew there was something cool about this game. That's why when I got a Wii, uh, the Christmas that, that came out. I was really, really, really excited to get uh, Brawl the year following. Um, fast forward into college, uh, I'm a casual PM player because I think a lot of Melee players probably come from PM. They're, they picked up Brawl because it's something that they were into, and they see that you can play Brawl a little bit more like Melee with some of the characters in Melee and Ivysaur and all that shit. Uh, and so I was casually playing Bra- uh, PM, and then 
uh, I was in the school cafeteria at uh, Mass Art, which is where I went to school uh, in Boston. And who shows up uh, and talks to me but Ryan Katowski, Shik Shik, who you had previously, another Alston Melee member on this podcast. Um, he sees that I'm wearing a Captain Falcon Falcon Punch shirt that VGBC sold uh, for a little bit. I uh, I was watching... Uh, what was the name of that tournament? I can't remember. Xanadu, Smash It Xanadu, when they were still streaming PM on Twitch. Uh, and I was a huge fan. And so I copped the shirt. Uh, I think I still have it. Uh, it's it's in my to-go pile because it's so small now and, and, and all that. But uh, he comes up to me. He's like, hey, you want to play some some Melee? And I'm like, I would love to play some Melee. And he basically introduces me to the world of competitive Super Smash Bros. Melee, uh, through which I, I've stayed firm inside of today. Uh, it, is, it is one of the most fantastic communities and welcoming communities that I've ever been a part of. It's, it's phenomenal. That's so cool that it, 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 that it's just a matter of a shirt. Oh, connects all the, all the dots. Well, Hey, Mike, I have a journey that I'm going to put you on and you're going to thank me for the rest of your life. that I put you on it. I love that. That's so cool. Yeah. So with, and I think this is one of the topics that I wanted to get into, and I think this this will this will transition nicely. The mass art you were referring to, uh, Massachusetts Art of the Arts or something. It's Massachusetts even... College of Art and Design, mm-hmm. uh, or Mass Fart or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Don't worry. <laughs> so that is where you your artistic artistry comes from. Although I'm sure you were interested before you even went to school for it, yes. but. You do some art on the side and also for Alston Melee. So I wanted to ask you a little bit about it. How did art come to be such a big part of your life as well? Um, I never was really an athletic kid or really cared much for sports, much to the chagrin of my, of my father, who's a huge sports guy. I love him to death. Uh, I, I never really just, I, I, even playing it, I was, it's not that I was really bad at sports. It's just that I really didn't care playing them. Uh, and Instead, what I really did have fun with was was busting out the the pencils, the pens, the crayons, and eventually, when you get older, uh, when I got into middle school and high school, digital art with with Adobe products and, and all that shit. Um, I just like creating things. I guess it's it's a kind of a cliche, stupid answer, but it's it's just fun to make something that's just wholly yours and put it out for people to look at and, and gauge reactions and, and all of that. Yeah. Was there was there any particular uh, piece of art or, or media that you saw where you thought I want to make something that's like that? Um, I think the thing that came instantly to my my brain was I grew up watching Saturday morning cartoons, and I was like, maybe I want to be an animator uh, because these are a lot of fun to watch. And I I was a very like I'm, my brain was all over the place as a kid. I was kind of a spaz, um, so I was like, maybe I can make something like this someday. Uh, and eventually my parents grabbed me, uh, some, uh, compilation books of Calvin and Hobbes cartoons. I'm sure you're familiar, uh, comics, Calvin and Hobbes. Um, and that, those comics specifically, uh, are probably my, my, not, maybe not biggest, but uh, as a kid, definitely a massive influence to me. Uh, and since then I've always wanted to make comics. I, I love Calvin and Hobbes. There's so much heart. Uh, so much thought, so much love put into those specifically. Um, and they kind of are, are one of my favorite just things in, in media that exist. And that's driven me to be an artist on top. Uh, and going forward, obviously, there's there's other uh, comics, shows, cartoons, 
uh, manga, anime, uh, YouTube stuff that that uh, propels me even further and inspires me. But I think from from the bottom level, Calvin and Hobbes was like the spark that was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to make art. Yeah, because that that's like the first step in the journey, right? And that's that's really, really cool to hear. Uh, I myself, <laughs> I wasn't influenced to be an artist because of this. I was not, to be clear. But <laughs> the Far Side comics by Gary Larson, I don't know if you've ever seen them at all. Absolutely, but, I have. Yeah. <laughs> And that also influenced my sense of humor, which uh, I think I'm. Uh, that's that's what I'm more thankful. Didn't make me want to draw, but it just made me want to appreciate. <laughs> Art, yeah. the, the, Those are great. The, yeah, the absolutely, and it was yeah. Calvin and Hobbes for me. I only remember going to friends' houses, and they would have at least five, if not ten, volumes of Calvin and Hobbes comics. Mm-hmm. So, was that you as a kid, or did you just try to? find it on the internet uh I, I was lucky enough that uh i think i know my my same friend robbie who had melee also had some some kevin hobbs books but i don't know what it was maybe it was at school my one of my early like elementary school teachers told my parents that i was really into calvin and hobbs because i remember specifically i got one of the bigger uh volumes of calvin and hobbs for one of my birthdays and it, it i was so ecstatic ecstatic about it i was like fuck yeah i love calvin it's just a boy and his tiger and on the bloom of imagination and it's so great and i love it yeah absolutely and fast forward to now where you are the runner of a very successful very up and coming at whoa hey comics on twitter and i'm gonna go ahead and assume that there might potentially be on other social media platforms the at whoa hey comics yeah whoa hey comics is something i started literally last week um right now it's just on twitter and on instagram at the same thing i think it's wohey comics but yeah i'm, I'm just doing this because i got free time right now and uh, uh i got dumb thoughts in my brain and i can put them on a, on a page and hopefully make people laugh yeah and i'm sorry to say i haven't read enough calvin and Hobbes comics to see any any influence yet but when i do i'm gonna definitely comment on it and be like oh hey that's the calvin and Hobbes thing <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much, man. I'm glad you brought it up. That's very nice of you. Absolutely. The, the, the ones that I've seen so far, I don't know if I understand all the references, but I, I think they're very well drawn and you definitely have a talent to it. I just wanted to ask about the process of how you get a Wohe comic from your head to the internet in, in ready-to-consume form. Like, What's the basic process, I guess? <clears throat> so what happens is I'll be up way too late. Uh, in my bed, not being able to sleep. I'll probably be listening to a podcast. Uh, it, it could be uh, Bottom of the Smash Mountain. Who knows? Uh, potentially. Potentially. Uh, and it has been in the past. And I'll be thinking just dumb uh, dumb Michael Boy thoughts in my brain. And if there's an idea that I think is funny or could be used in a situation, uh, like a psychopath, I'll write it down in my notes app in my phone. Um, and I, comp- I compiled so many of them that I was like, why can't I just put these in, in short, dumb comics? Like... Um, uh, something I, it would, I don't know if you've heard of. Ooh, excuse me, got a little bit of uh, editor. Cut that out. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it's not getting cut. Damn it. <laughs> um, but uh, akin to something like Extra Fabulous Comics, that's another uh, web comic. Extra Fabulous is a good one. I'm trying to think of more um, off the top of my head. The one that uh, I can I'm, think of is Cyanide. I, th- I think Cyanide and Happiness. That. That's a classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, everybody one. knows that. Um. I've been big on extra fabulous comics recently. They're very, very funny. I, I suggest you check them out. But I was like, hey, if, I, if they're something I can literally put on to a page within like an hour, 
And if I can just compile a bunch of these and then put them out like twice a week, uh, why not, right? There's no reason not to. I don't care if it, it's like successful or it's not successful. The, the only idea is that somebody sees this, they'll get a chuckle out of it and then they can go on with their day and just feel a little better about themselves or, or whatever. Um, so what I'll do is I'll just think of a dumb thought, uh, write it down, sit down at my desk uh, while like watching some YouTube video or whatever, because uh, right now I'm not doing a lot for, for work. Um, and I'll just draw it on my on my tablet. Uh, it'll take an hour, and then I'll put it in the bank, and then uh, throw it out there Monday, Tuesday, or Monday or Thursday in the future. And uh, that's that. Super easy. So part of the influence of me wanting to start this podcast was was the, the Wannabes podcast and the Alston Melee crew, which you are a part Heard. of. And I I just like doing it. I found that it's actually not super hard to do. It takes time, but. In terms of starting a podcast to anyone who's curious, it actually, like, literally, if you have a smartphone, you can pretty much just do it with that. Like, it's 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 really that easy. Absolutely. But what you're saying is, for, for you, this is, it's it's a different medium that you're expressing yourself, but it just takes a little bit of time. It's not super difficult. No one's, like, you know, getting after you to do it, and you enjoy doing it. And that's really, yeah. really cool that you're that you're making something and expressing yourself and not just mindlessly consuming like um, sometimes you just realize uh, that was for me I realized oh my goodness I'm just consuming all the time and I'm like doing nothing to kind of spit it back out yeah I, I um I'd say because it's so easy especially now with with the fucking internet and all of the avenues where people like us are creating things it's so easy to get caught up on things that other people make and enjoy yourself and that's awesome because that's another influence you can have uh, however, I think it's equally as important for your own like mental health and sanity to produce things that you also enjoy that you hope other people will enjoy just so you don't feel like an empty husk of a person that's just like sucking up a bunch of other people's content through like a swirly straw or whatever. Um, David Buster I just love style. making stuff. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, on, on, yeah, and, and obviously you're right where we... Um, your influences want to be uh, Austin Melee podcast, and much like the comic I'm doing right now, Austin Melee podcast did not pop off uh, for forever. Like it took, we were doing it for like a year, uh, and it still doesn't get major views, but it's 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 definitely more popular, and it's mostly thanks to Patty's top tens and Ryan's uh, a lot of Ryan's heavy lifting with the podcast specifically and, and his love for nourishing it. Um, and yeah, it's just like nobody should ever expect anything they make to pop off instantly. There's, I think it's so rare. I'm not a professional, but I think it's so rare for that to actually happen. Uh, especially, I mean, even on the internet where a million people are, are putting a million things out every day. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying. There are there are a few instances where there's a nice little pop where the people around you go, "Oh, you're starting something new." Okay, yeah, I'll I'll show it to I'll I'll do consume it myself i'll show it to my friends and family and then it kind of gets quiet and that's like where you get tested of going oh am i actually willing to do this do i like doing this and so it, it seems to me based on what you're saying you really enjoy the whoa hey comics right now and they're something that's making you happy which is is awesome to hear that it's not just sort of like on a grind and get good at this and make money and get all the views <laughs> and the attention Absolutely. and the clout uh, and you know what? The the views and the clout and the attention, that would be great. But it's not when I'm uh, banking my entirety, the entirety of my enjoyment on the product that I'm making. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, yeah, I understand. That sounds great. And to 
avoid being too terribly positive for the Austin Melee piece because on the most recent Austin Melee podcast, which you can find on almost any podcasting platform, Spotify, okay. Apple Podcasts, and so on and so on, you and the and the boys were talking about how there might actually be a dark side to Austin Melee. There might actually be a a a less than a less than favorable pure operation in the background oh, yes. all off of all off of your back that you are slaving for Patty and for Ryan to make Austin Melee happen how 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 bad is it or are you all just playing around and joking and messing can, Jesse can I can I can I can call you Jesse right is that cool yes sir uh, everything that Patty Ryan and t- even Ted surprisingly up to this point has told you is is a is a lie um, I'm about Shit. to, re- I'm about to, re- this is like, I'm, I'm WikiLeaks or whatever the fuck it is. I- I'm about to blow this whole operation wide open. Uh, Patty runs the shit like a military dictatorship. Uh, Ryan is this little sidekick like Iago on Jafar's shoulder in Aladdin. Um, and then Ted is just there. He kind of just sits around and, and, and soaks it all up and doesn't really, he's like a, he's almost the worst because he doesn't do anything about it. You know what I'm saying? Um, meanwhile, I'm working my ass off. I'm sweating. I'm bleeding. Uh, sometimes my, I hold my Apple pencil so tightly that, uh, I can feel numbness in, in my fingertips and my fingernails start to bleed, uh, because they just keep making me edit. They, I'm editing all these videos. I'm, uh, setting up the, all of the podcasts while they eat hamburgers and, and grilled cheese on the side. I'm, uh, I only get two hours of sleep a night, Jesse. It's a mess back here. I wish there was something that I could do to help you. Just know that in this darkness, any little light that you can see is something that is good, something that you should chase. And if you just keep putting your feet forward, you will find the light. You will find it, Mike. I promise you. Swear. Thank you so much. It, these are the words of encouragement that I need in, in times as dark as these. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And to think that not only have you been slaving for a year to get Alston Melee to finally start to pop off more yep. recently, not even getting credit? The yeah. heck? Yeah, absolutely. I'm not in any... They, in fact, they omit my name from anything that they've, they've ever made. Uh, the only... like You can't stop me from putting myself on the internet, so thankfully I'm at least there, uh, kind, of, kind of throw my name out. But um, beyond that, yeah, they, they, if they see me tweeting about my involvement with Alston Melee, they'll take me outside to the parking lot uh, which is filled with uh, dead rats and broken glass, and they'll throw me on the ground, and they'll uh, they'll beat me half to death, and then I'll have to um, kind of hobble back to my room, lay down and cry for for twelve hours, uh, take a shower, and then start my day over just like that. Uh, yeah, life's hard, and yet you persevere on. And by the looks of it, on one of your more more recent tweets, you are actually looking. Like you're not like as if there's more than one snack on the screen. But what's going oh. on with this kettle popcorn? <laughs> hey, kettle corn is—it's my one escape from the terrors of of Austin Melee. Kettle corn is is—it's not even a recent development in my life. Kettle corn might just be Jesse, if you'll entertain the thought, the perfect snack of all time. Up there with nuts, nuts and kettle corn. I don't know how I feel about this, but keep keep going, keep going. So, kettle corn is it's a perfect package. It's light, 
so you don't feel like a dickhead after you eat a whole bunch of it, like if you had like a hamburger. Um, it's sweet and salty, which is probably just the best combination of flavors that your your mouth and body can enjoy at once, uh, akin to you know making love probably or something of the like. Um, it's 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 cheap for the most pop. Most ooh, see, it's infecting my brain. Most part, it's cheap. Uh, I get it at bags at a time. It is delicious, and I can eat it while I'm game while I'm playing games, while I'm watching videos on the internet, while I'm drawing. Kettle corn is perfect. And thusly, if you're given kettle corn, you're just like happy as a sleeping child. Uh, you yeah, you saw. I'm, I I it dulls the pains of everyday life. That's what kettle corn does for me. Uh, do you have a snack that's like something something that you enjoy on a daily? Not daily, but but you know, if if you get it, you're just happy as a clam. The chips from Cape Cod, like the brand Cape, Cape Cod potato chips, are the best, Jesse. <laughs> They are so delicious, and they're so minimalist on the ingredients, which I don't like to get too hoity-toity about. Of course. But if the taste is superior and goaded, and also I'm not having something that has a million ingredients on the side, mm -hmm. to me, that's healthier. I'm having the healthiest and the best-tasting potato chip that has ever been birthed into human history. Give me a ham and Swiss sandwich, Jesse, with a side of Cape Cod potato chips. And maybe like a like a water, a nice cold water, or like a soda or whatever on the side. I I could just die, frankly. That is that is some good shit. I love that, Mike. I'm so happy that well, we both seem to really enjoy food enough to the point of talking about it like it's a family member because yes, good food treats you right, and so you treat it right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I love that. But getting back to Alcimele, I had a few <laughs> <Yep>. questions. <laughs> I yeah, had a few no. questions. So you're not actually, just for the record, in case anybody was thinking, there's no, there's no alleyway, at least with rats and, and broken glass. But do you do all of the artwork-related things that I see, be it YouTube thumbnails or all that kinds of stuff for Alcimele? Or... Actually, the thumbnails are, are Patty's creation. I'll do tournament assets and event assets, mostly. Um, I've done, uh, up until now, I've done all of the, the, the layouts for Amano and other tournaments that we had during the quarantine. Um, banners and promotional artwork for the like. Uh, there's something big coming up that I'm doing work for, which is great. Um, but other than that, uh, my, my contributions to Austin Mailer are mostly just talent, and I'll be on the mic for the podcasts, and, uh, and I'm the muscle, so I'll carry all the big stuff around. But um, yeah, that, that's that. My, my art contributions... Have yet to reach their peak for Alston Melee, but they'll get there. I'm, I'm working uh, pretty hard on, on making some good-looking assets for the future endeavors of our kind of uh, joint operation. So I don't know if I've heard you talk about Melee itself in terms of how you enjoy it. I think I've heard a little, like, little bits and pieces here and there on the podcast itself, but... What is your day-to-day -day or week-to-week -week experience with Melee for yourself? Are you on Twitter a lot, trying to see what's going on? Sort of like how Ryan is like constantly keeping the ear to the, to, the, to the ground to get all the latest and greatest? Or are you just trying to play on unranked or direct with people on Discord and that kind of thing? So I'm definitely a... Um, I think compared to Ted and Ryan specifically, I'd say I'm way more of a spectator... I, I treat melee more like a spectator sport. Um, 
than I do. I mean, I love playing melee, but I love love watching and talking about melee. Uh, my first going to tournaments for the first time, I was really 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 excited to get on a microphone and talk about the game, um, just because I know that I'm naturally really shitty at video games, and I still love playing them, but I really really like talking to uh, talking about them with enthusiasm and entertaining people. So that's putting what's the ah, that's what I think I can bring to the scene. So with Twitter and, and the scene as it is right now, I'm definitely watching all the tournaments. I'm seeing what people are talking about on Twitter, the newest whatever's happening, whatever fuck left and her hacks are tweeting about it at any given moment. Probably some juicy shit there. Um yeah, that's 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 me. I'm 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 a huge melee spectator. As much as I, I go to locals and I go to all the, the not all of them, but I go to the majors and, and everything. Um but I, melee for me is a very, very, very excellent spectator sport. 100%. I agree. I've been able to stay in love with melee to more or less through all these years, even if I've never gone to any tournament before. That's, that's my story. But getting into melee more uh, from a spectator and now, I guess, content creation side of things. Hell yeah. I just love I just love melee so much, and I want to play it at some point. That would be super cool. Other than the CRT that I have back in the uh, you know back in the apartment, but for now I I'm forced to be on the sidelines, if you will. And I'm a horrible player, c- comparatively speaking. Anyway, hey man, me I think, too. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's fun to think about. Oh, what if I get good, right? What if I just find the right resources? Maybe maybe get a coach at some point, a sponsor, but. No, you you have to grind for so many years, and realistically speaking, it, it, it doesn't seem like it would happen for me, but you never know. You, I think that one of the things that I really enjoy the idea of for myself is I could look back and have a podcasted, documented journey into maybe the point of being like a hidden boss or something. Who knows? Who knows? That'd be but, cool. But for now, I've been really enjoying doing this, and... For you, you said that you really enjoy Melee as a spectator. So I want to hear about one of the more recent tournaments that you were watching. Because for me, I haven't had as much time to watch the locals or the regional, not regionals, but the weeklies, I should say. Something like the, the, the SSS, Super Smash Sunday, or gotcha. they also have the other event, TMT, Training Mode Tuesday. Right, that's what it stands for. Have you been able to pay attention to some of those more recently or something that comes to mind? Passively, yes. I recently actually uh, acquired a second monitor. So I'm going going goddamn bonkers with the things that I'm just sucking up into my brain zone. Um, I'm really, really big into Valorant right now. So I'll always have at least a Melee or a Valorant tournament on my screen at any given time. Um, For Melee specifically, yeah, I'll I'll like... uh, uh, while I'm working on art or whatever, I'll, I'll passively have a tournament up on my screen. And especially because right now, a lot of the uh, the younger or newer talent is having a blast and and they're having a really good uh, uh, showing and, and their time to shine is, is is pretty amazing right now. So that's mostly the this kind of storyline that I'm looking at. Um, it's great. Uh, Melee is kind of booming given despite all the, the odds that have been stacked against us and everything like that. It's, it's amazing. Oh, for sure. And we're going we're gonna to just acknowledge the fact that the Smash World Tour was announced, but we don't have to get into it super a lot just because that gotcha. was something that we'll, we'll, just, we'll just table. But other than that, there's the always the prospect of Ranked coming out. It's a little bit of a meme by now just because it's 
June of, of last year is when Unranked and Slippy Rollback was first introduced, and it has been great. Uh, a lot of people are playing, and I'm not trying to say anything negative about Fizzy and the Slippy team. Because oh, absolutely not. They I, would, been, I would probably kill you. Yeah. Yes, they have been amazing, and they continue to do great work. And I also really like, because this is important too, that Ranked gets put out well instead of rushed or gets put out and then has to be taken back down because it's, it's being gamed like cheating or or basically any sort of way to like get a one up on competition right because ranked yeah. will be will be much more serious in that regard people will be taking that a lot more serious on stream they won't be talking as much or looking as much at chat because they're playing more of a real set i kind of think of it as a ladder system because that's probably what it will be to a loose a loose working definition of a ladder I would imagine, system yeah yeah so it will feel more serious maybe you won't constantly be trying to taunt a non a non-competitively viable character <laughs> like if you see a bowser you just start taunting because you're like okay switch off the bowser yeah. give me a top tier i'm not i'm not doing this or you just quit out <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you're you're definitely less less uh uh inclined to do given there's a ranking system and if you quit you're gonna get shunned and, and lose points or whatever and to kind of uh focus in on how much time it's taking for this to come out uh, in a more contemporary sense. I don't know if you uh, if you know this or if you follow fighting games, uh, but recently the FGC developer roundtable uh, was being streamed on Twitch. Do you know anything about this? Um, does this have to do with any of the... I've heard about some bans or suspensions being passed around for different... Like, I, I definitely heard about Call of Duty having to pass down suspensions and bans for players who were who were uh, cheating, I believe, but I, I don't know the full story. That's news and to Call me. And Call of Duty's not a fighting game, so yeah, why don't you, why don't you take don't that? Worry, don't worry about it. I love the chutzpah. Um, what I'm, specifically, I'm talking about uh, how uh, developers like Capcom, Arc System Works, SNK, uh, they very recently, and I think even, it might have been yesterday. I'm also a, a moron, so I could be wrong. But um, they they kind of uh, get together in a stream and they talk about the recent developments in their game specifically. So like Tekken, Street Fighter V, uh, Guilty Gear, the new one coming out, uh, King of Fighters and everything. And uh, a spotlight was placed in the community around SNK's um, contribution to the developer roundtable where they were showing off... Uh, come on, Michael, you've got this. Uh, oh my god, I'm blanking out. It's probably the wine that I've been drinking. Uh, King of Fighters. King of Fighters 15. Um, and how the developers are kind of shying away from talking about including rollback netcode in their game, which is a huge thing. Even we have it in our game. It's crazy. Um, and it, it's so nice that we as a very small community, with Slippy included, are taking their time with systems that people, that he knows that the community wants, as opposed to a huge developer like SNK, kind of shying away embarrassingly from talking about systems that they know people want. Um, it, it's very, like, it, it makes my heart blush. It's very nice that we have people that care so much about our game that nobody else seems to care about in comparison to big money being like, hey, we might not include this thing that would be necessary to play online. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just nice. Uh, yeah. There's There's... It feels like hundreds of examples of where you can take a game that has developer support, that has 
a lot more resources than melee that has like, like whatever you want to say and and then when it comes to drawing up a, a comparison and it's hard because it's apples to oranges yep. melee is melee it, it's not even comparable to other smash games even but when you want to do that comparison thing and twitter and reddit places they love to do that comparison thing melee almost always wins because melee is just that good because our community is that sick because this this history that we've had and the storylines and all the breakthroughs the way that we've modernized yeah. the viewership that we get literally everything except for developer support that we can't really beat too many other games that way but we make up for it and more absolutely no and it, like this is the mango quote is that nobody loves game nobody loves their game like melee players love melee and i as as funny as it sounds and as ridiculous as people might think it is, it, I think it's one hundred percent true. Five uh, head. Yep, one hundred. Nobody loves their game the way that melee players care about melee. It's 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 honestly incredible. Um, yeah. And even with even with the fact that we always are kind of looking behind our backs with cool things being announced and going, wait a minute. CND and Nintendo, <laughs> but then we just, but then we also just have this incredible ability to get knocked down by something stupid like that and come back ten times stronger, right? And that was probably one of my favorite, or maybe my favorite storyline of all of 2020, even with Slippy. Just, just you, the community being able to say, "Oh, a CND shutting down Big House." Nuh uh uh, no we're problem. doing. Five days of melee. We're doing the new documentary. We're doing LACS three, over two hundred fifty thousand dollars to charity in like fifteen, well less than fifteen days. You get it. It was incredible to see all of that. It it's not it's like nothing I've ever seen before. Honestly, it blows my mind that such a a relatively small community can overcome uh, hardships. Is kind of a big word, but you know what I'm saying. It's it's uh, it's so insane the things that we do with the resources that we have. That's all I'm saying. Right. I think that, I think that one of the things that was said when I was talking to JDMH, and by the way, shout outs to JD launching a, a new YouTube series of having conversations with TOs. So Whoa. go to that YouTube and then watch that content. But JD, the way that he put it was something to the effect of, one of the reasons why Melee is so sick and the community is so sick is because is because we can look around us, we can see the field of esports, and we can say, we'll do it. We'll do it just as good or even better, but at like a fraction of the price because we really are limited in our resources because of the passion. And so, the cheers that, to you, Melee. The things that Patty, just as an example, the things that Patty was able to do with my mom, uh, with if I'm remembering correctly, the few resources that he had is, is, and he creates, he, he created, and I only went to like four of my moms. Uh, you're familiar with the tournament. I, I think I remember listening to that podcast and talking about my mom and, and the local that is my mom. at Amesburg. I can't believe I didn't even know what my mom stood for. And I'm going to pretend like I still remember it's the melee. Mm, nope. It's okay. Don't worry about it. It's sorry. Make money off melee. Don't, I, I won't tell him. Don't worry. It's cool. Um, but the the impact that it had on so many of the people that I know in their lives with a melee local, it, it's astounding. It's just it's just insane. It's insane. It, it, uh, you, I can't thank him and the rest of our community enough for just like 
being able to do the things that they do uh, with just like uh, GameCube's Wii's and old ass TVs. Uh, and we have the time of our lives. It's amazing. So where, where do you think of Melee going this year? What's something that you're looking forward to or something that you want to predict? Something to that effect. Like, where do you see Melee 2021 progressing to? Um, I think Five Days of Melee was a great indication of how far we can go from just having an event that is a tournament. Like, Five Days of Melee is like nothing that's ever happened in Smash before. It's amazing. Uh, and I think we can extend and uh, create something like that, but even more amazing. Um, I don't know how or, or the way that we're going to do it. It's going to take a lot of, of brains that are better than mine to figure that out. Um, because I think going back into in-person majors and the tournaments like that is probably going to still be on a, on hold for a majority of this year. Uh, I'm not a scientist. I don't fucking know. But um, I'm thinking more events like Five Days of Melee um, are probably in the future. And just uh, events that show the love of the game uh, with tournaments and other such features are probably what we're going to be looking at this year. I wish we could look at uh, tournaments like... like Oh God, I'm just gonna splooge about about uh, Double Down. Are you familiar with Double Down? Is this the one where it's the legendary mango pop off in Las Vegas? That was uh, Royal Flush, which oh. is a tournament in Atlantic City. So it was like a discount what? shitty Royal Flush or discount shitty uh, Las Vegas. Uh, oh, and that's right. One of my first majors and. The my favorite major of all time that I've ever been to. It, it was fantastic being there, and so when Double Down got announced, me and Ryan were. It was uh, during the Smash World Tour stream. We're so excited, uh, and and then because of COVID and, and everything, it, it got postponed or maybe n- will never happen. Who knows? But I remember going to um, <laughs> I remember going to, to random majors or or uh, uh, big events, and uh, talking to I believe it was Reno. I could be totally wrong. Uh, and being like, hey, how's double? How's uh, Royal Flush 2 coming along? He's like, we're doing it, okay? Just like chill out. And I'm like, yeah, well, you better fucking do it. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then Double Down uh, was that, and then it just got taken away from me. And now I feel like uh, uh, a child whose who's favorite stuffed animal was like eaten by a dog or some shit. Um, so hopefully we'll see that in the near future. But for this year, given COVID and everything, I think we're going to see a lot more like uh, online uh, love of the game type events. And this is the year that Melee does officially turn 20 years old. 2001, this is 2021. So what I'm really hoping to see, and this is no pressure on anyone because (laughs) I'm asking asking other people to do this and not actually doing a whole lot to although 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 i should say this is a uh, this is a like a super sneaky hidden preview i am semi contributing to the upcoming gallant melee open Woo! so just just a little little tiny bit but anyway anyway mm-hmm. the whole idea is for me what i think of when i think of a game that has had a thriving community for what will now be 20 years in december there has to, or in my mind, there should absolutely be some kind of major thing that happens, be it five days of melee, but, but like on steroids, or if it's a super big event. And again, we, we are just briefly referring to Smash World Tour, and we'll, maybe that can be part of it. But 
whatever it is, be it some kind of Omega sneaky documentary that turned on for Walt to makes or something, yeah. if it's a big collaboration of the community, whatever it ends up being, I, I would really hope that there is something. So that's a lot of pressure. But if, you know, come on five days of Melee in like two weeks, and literally it seemed to be two weeks so to the, all the people that I've talked to about it, they, they were like, yeah, it was basically two weeks. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah, absolutely. I, I was flo- I was so floored by that, so amazed. And we can do so much, but yes, while also taking care of ourselves at the same time, that's very important too. So, whatever ends up happening towards the end of the year, that's what I'm looking forward to as being like the the end of hopefully hopefully like online only events maybe we say oh we can come back in the beginning of 2022 genesis 8 i mean i don't know there's just all kinds that, of question marks yeah. still but i i get excited about it anyway and i feel optimistic and giddy about it sometimes but then yes also being realistic about it as well one step at a time hopefully we'll get to that spot sooner rather than later but whenever it happens i'm so looking forward to finally going to an event for the first time be like an in-person event for the first time safely be it a local or regional or major i'm up i'm I'm in i should say down because you're up in massachusetts i'm down in pennsylvania so pound which is normally in maryland that wouldn't be super hard or even virginia for super smash con so whatever that ends up being it would be so cool to to have those come around hopefully in the near future but whenever it happens definitely want to be more of a part of that 100 percent. i'm very excited to see all the people who have have made kind of a, a greater presence uh in the slippy era of the online era of the game in person and the people that i've met before to see them again I'm, I'm very excited for all of that um but you know you gotta wait i don't want to put anyone in any kind of mortal danger or, or rush anything when it's, it's unsafe so i'm down to just sit in my stupid chair and uh fuck about you know what i'm saying at will hey comics let's make yes, sure sir. that we plug that again <laughs> yes absolutely and also to to sort of wrap this up before i i have i think one or two quick questions to wrap up but i think the the one other major question that i had uh and this isn't that major of a question i'm building it up but it's really not that big of a deal mm-hmm. if you could take away one character from melee would you or do you not even want to entertain that like get out of here jesse like melee's perfect just the way it is uh it, i know that the, everyone has has hates low tears or, or a lot of people hate low tears i like low tears give them a give them a shot uh i know they're bad and they suck and they're shitty um and even the high tiers that i don't like playing against like marth marth can go fuck himself um, I, I'm glad that he's in the game because it creates kind of uh, uh, an experience for somebody who, uh, either one way or the other, given it's competitive or, or is, you have like a local guy that you suck uh, at beating because he plays Marth or something like that. All the mer- all the characters belong in Melee. Don't get rid of any of them. In fact, add DDD. Uh, <laughs> if you put DDD in, that's the best game ever made. Well, it's, it is the best game ever made, but uh, uh, it would just make it beyond amazing. Put DDD in that shit. Um, that's that. Melee's perfect. That's a good ass game. It's kettle corn now, but just think of kettle corn except with maybe something secret added in, like an extra kick of spice or something. Imagine if kettle corn, if you like, you open a bag of kettle corn, and every time you do, there's like a twenty dollar bill. 
inside the bag of kettle corn. You're like, sweet, I can bag, I can buy like five more bags of kettle corn with this $20 bill. That's that would be melee with DDD in it for me. Well, you heard it, team Acania. Hopefully, there can be something in the near future related to DDD, but we'll see. And it's really cool that that there are things like team Acania just putting in wolf and volleyball and that sort of thing. That's really, really cool. Going bonkers. Yeah, absolutely. So I have a, I don't know if you're aware, like, uh, if you've heard like the Jimmy Fallon tonight show where like he does superlatives where it's like a picture of someone. And then like, it's like a high school thing of like voted most likely to be whatever. Are you aware of this concept? Yes, of course. Okay. So also melee crew member yeah. for this superlative, who's most likely to get this. That's, and I'll read it now. Most likely to be found unconscious outside of the model, which is a, a place where y'all like to congregate safely or in the past, you get it. Yeah. All the drinks, PBR, let's go. That's um, it's, a, it's a toss-up. I'm going to lean more towards Ryan than Patty. So I'm going to say Ryan. You heard it here first. Ryan, drink safely. Drink responsibly. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe just don't pick, a, maybe don't pick a fight with someone who says that Ultimate is the best Smash game if you happen to overhear that. At just the don't bar. talk to those guys. It's cool. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you're cool. Treat them like your little cousin. You're like, yeah, yeah, I'm glad you're, you know, whatever, and then walk away and eat, like, a, some ribs at the barbecue or whatever. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you must really think that Steve is so cool, huh? Yeah, he's the best. <laughs> I love Minecraft. Uh, I'm going to go talk to my mom. <laughs> I'll be back later. Hey, maybe we can play some tag or something. I don't know. <laughs> and with that, I don't have anything else major that I wanted to get into, but let's roll out the carpet for you. Just tell everyone where they can find you and, and plug Alston Melee or, or whatever you want to shout out. Hit me up at Cave Lemon on Twitter at Whoa Hey Comics on Twitter. Uh, I'm on Twitch. I got uh, a affiliate in December, and I'm about to blow like some huge loads on Twitch very soon. I've got a lot of stuff planned. It's gonna be great. Um, hopefully, you'll see that I'm on my on my Twitter or something. Alston Melee, Patty and Ryan mostly are doing really, really amazing and beautiful things with this property that we have. Uh, and they're only going to get greater and more big in the future. Um, what else? Uh, da, 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 da. That's on YouTube too. Also mainly on Twitter and YouTube. Uh, if you're listening to this, DM me on Twitter with a picture of DDD. Fuck it. I don't know. I just wanted to make it fun for the, the, the listeners. Hopefully I'll get a cool DDD picture. Who knows? If you wanna, um, if you really wanna steal Mike's heart, DDD picture, but DDD's eating some kettle eating corn. Eating kettle corn. Let's if go. Got, if you got a DDD kettle corn related picture offhand, or if you're talented and want to make one, hit me up on twi- uh, on Twitter forward slash Cavelemon. Give me a follow and DM me a fucking kettle corn DDD picture. I'm more than down. That's that. Oh, thank you so much me. for yes thank you so much for coming on mike it was awesome to talk to you it's awesome to once again give so much shout out and attention and love to austin melee the up and comingest content out there that you can find go to the youtube go to the twitch when austin melee the whole crew will sit down on wednesday evenings usually nine or a little bit afterwards and talk about the goings-on of the game of Melee and all the cool things that they got going on. So check all that out. You'll find that in the description below. And one more time, Mike, thank you so much for coming on. 
Tom, thank you for having all of us. Uh, you you are a very excellent uh, and easy person to talk to. I'm I'm very happy that you you chose to have us on your your uh, product here. It's amazing. Let's go. Why is it so quiet? Oh, right, transition. Oh, did you think we were done? We're not done yet. Check this out. Oh, and uh, uh, and by the way, uh, right now, me, uh, that's Michael or Cave Lemon or whatever, and Ryan, Shik Shik from Austin Melee, are recording a separate podcast called Discog Dudes, where uh, we get drunk and we talk about the discographies of bands that we're not as familiar with. And we shoot the shit and we talk about our favorite songs and how the band works and, and everything like that. It's a blast. Uh, so hopefully if, if you're into music or something, just tune into that. Our first episode comes out soon. Uh, we're on Twitter at Discog Dudes right now with a Z at the end. Uh, yeah, give it a listen if you want to. Thank you. Pull up your favorite snack, cattle corn or Cape Cod chips, and listen in. Absolutely. Right now we're covering Green Day. So if you're a Green Day head, go for it. One more time, thank you so much to Mike from Alston Melee coming on, Cave Lemon. What an amazing interview. It was so much fun to finally get to connect with him and talk about all things Melee, all things chips and kettle corn and art. So thank you so much for sticking with me for this long. I want to just give a quick highlight or shout out, if you will, to the small little listening base that I have now. We're growing in numbers. So thank you all who listen. And I want to say that as this is the 25th episode, it's not the season finale, but when we get to the season finale, I'll let you know what the more specific numbers are, because I think that's what I want to do. I want to keep you in the know that we have a rough amount of this amount of listeners for each episode, that sort of thing. So you can keep an eye out for that. Or if you're hearing this and you're a content creator you might want to say, oh, Jesse, don't do that. Don't say numbers and stuff. Although I don't see why not, right? Anyway, feedback. Give me some feedback, you know? How are we doing so far? Have you liked the 25 episodes you've heard so far? <laughs> I don't think anybody's actually heard all 25 except for myself and my wife, Jen, my lovely wife, Jen. But again, to those of you who are listening, thank you so much for sticking with me and hope to do bigger and better things in the future and I'm really excited about the season finale and what season two has lying ahead. So stick around and we'll, we'll catch you next time. Not see you per se, because it's a podcast, but we'll talk. You'll listen. You'll give me feedback back on the internet. Back, back. All right. Be good. What does the cow say? Moo. Moo. Good job. What does the kitty cat say? Good job. What does the doggy say? Woof, woof. Good job. Can you say linguistic specialist? Okay. Good job. That was a good try. Can you say outside? Do you want to go outside? Okay. Okay. Can you say bye-bye? Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.